I'm back. I've been gone forever. I know it. Welcome to the Ranking Class, where I'm your boy, Wrangler Pollard, and things about to get heated like always. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about opening day in MLB, as it is tomorrow, Major League Baseball. we also going to talk about some world news. I got some random facts hitting you your way. But first, let's start the show off with some Would You Rather. Okay, so the Would You Rather question is today. Uh, would you rather relive the same day for 365 days, uh, or... Translated to one year, or would you rather lose a year? I'd rather relive a day, 365 days a year. Sounds like some fun joy. I just got to have a lot of joy in that day, and I don't need to be mad, and I'll be fine with that day. You know what I mean? Uh, that's would you rather for today. Make sure to let us know by uh, tweeting us out at Wranglercast or DMing us on Instagram, telling us what you think about Would You Rather. We'll see you in the next podcast with another Would You Rather. Now, let's get on to the regular cast. Let's get heated. There's a lot of things I want to discuss today. Anyways, we're here on the Ringo Cast. Uh, first, I want to start off the Ringo Cast. I want to say I'm so sorry. I know I've been I've been messed up lately. I haven't been doing the Ringo Cast that really well. I've uh. School's been back, and it's kind of been hard to do the Wrangler cast, but I promise I will help that out. Uh, I know we start we start on Christmas Eve, actually. That's a fact. Um, and I know we've only had, like, five episodes, and I'm truly sorry for that. Uh, but we're going to start continuing to do it again. Um, but first, we're going to start off with opening day in the NFL, for scheduled for Thursday the 29th. Which is tomorrow. I'm going to try to get this podcast uploaded on Wednesday. But uh, all 30 teams will play. But uh, Rejoice America, the the thing says. MLB opening day is right around the corner. Um, the Mariners and Athletics played a two-game set in Japan, for real. But, like, all 30 teams will be in action on opening day, which is tomorrow, a holiday for baseball. Um, pretty much opening day starts at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and here are the matchups, let me tell you. The New York Mets will play the Nationals at 1.05 p.m. All these times are Eastern, by the way. Then the Orioles and the Yankees will play at 1.05 on a different TV channel, of course. Um, the Cardinals and the Brewers will play at 210. The Braves and the Philadelphia Phillies will play at 305. The Tigers and the Toronto Blue Jays will play at 337. Astros, Rays, that's going to be a good matchup right there, uh, 4 p.m. The Cubs and the Rangers, 405 p.m. Angels versus Athletes, another great matchup, 4.07 p.m. Pirates versus the Reds, 4.10 p.m. Rockies versus the Marlins, 4.10. Indians versus the Twins, 4.10. The uh, Giants versus the Padres, 4.10. The Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers, 4.10. The White Sox versus the Royals, 4.15. And, uh... The wrapping up game of that night uh, includes the Red Sox, uh, World Series champ, champs, uh, 
playing the Mariners. So, uh, all these goods, uh, there's actually some questions, uh, what will become the Mets, what team will surprise baseball, how many home runs will the Yankees hit, all these questions are, have been asked, and, uh, they will be reviewed before, but, uh, that's what they're talking about, but that's pretty much wrapping my part up about the baseball but uh first I, now I want to go to the ra some random facts uh I had them gathered up here some random facts um okay so we got some random facts there's like sometimes you just need some random facts in your life so I got some for this episode uh so I'm going to read them off to you. I'm going to read like a few of them. And then I'm going to read each more each episode or whatever. Alright, the first one is. If you have three quarters, four dimes, and four pennies, you have a dollar and nineteen cents. You also have the largest amount of money in coins without being able to make change for a dollar. Wait, what? Oh. And then the numbers 172 can be found on the back of a U.S. $5 bill in the bushes at the base of the Lincoln Memorial. Also, President Kennedy was the fastest random speaker in the world with upwards of 350 words per minute. In the average lifetime, a person will walk the equivalent of five times around the equator. The 57 on Heinz ketchup bottles represents the number of varieties of pickles the company once had. Karaoke means empty orchestra in Japanese. When you dye your hair, when you dye, your hair still grows for a couple of months. And there are two credit cards for every person in the United States. Um, that's your random fact for, random facts for today. Um, now we're going to go on to Cardi B. Um. She drugged, robbed men because she had limited options, apparently. Um, after a video surfaced of Cardi B admitting to rub, robbing and drugging men, the singer is explaining herself. In the clip from Instagram Live recorded three years ago, the rapper said, I had to go strip. I had to go. Oh, yeah. You want to? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to this hotel. And I drugged up. And I robbed them. That's what I used to do. After the horrified social media users responded to the 26-year-old's confession with the hashtag Surviving Cardi B in the reference to the R. Kelly doc documentary, Surviving R. Kelly, Cardi took to Instagram to explain her actions. So I've seen a social media I did three years ago alive. It's popped back up alive where I talked about things I had to do in my past to roam. Felt I needed a living. She wrote in a post on Tuesday, I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect past, but I always speak my truth. I always own my. So, uh, she said they glorify. Um, the former stripper said she was not proud of her actions. She felt they were necessary at the time. Um, that wraps up with Cardi. Cardi B next. We're uh we're moving on. The Jonas Brothers are back. 
Yeah, the boy band that all your mamas and daddies grew up to. Kids. Um, the Jonas Brothers are back. I remember when everybody, they got their new song, Sucker. It's so good. I wish I could play a clip of the show, but I actually, my, uh, our iTunes is down right now, so we cannot play the clip, but I'll try to play it in the next episode, but Sucker, such a good song. I like it, but, uh, the Jonas Clan takes on Miami, which is them and their girlfriends, and, uh, got some snaps, photo snaps. They took a trip to Miami, had a little bit of fun. Uh, the Ohio man behind the one perfect bracket left for the NCAA tournament. His name is Nigel. Um, it's in Columbus, Ohio. He has made history with a March Madness bracket. It's perfect through 48 games on NCAA.com's bracket challenge, according to the NCAA. Greg Nigel, uh... Said he almost didn't fill out the bracket last week, saying he was just homesick for hours for the deadline. But he felt bad not entering a bracket in his friend's tournament group. Um, instead, he correctly predicted every game through the first few two rounds of the NCAA tournament. The bracket is the only one, perfect one remaining across all major online bracket games, including Yahoo, ESPN, CBS, Fox, Sports Illustrated, and the NCAA's own contest. It's the longest streak of correct bracket picks, breaking the reported record of 39 games, which happened in 2017. The NCAA says the odds for a perfect bracket are 1 in 9.2 quintillion, so betters take the under. Um, he's 40 years old, and he said he researched his picks doing his homework after the tournament field was unveiled, um, unveiled, including watching some of the bracket shows on TV. Um, but he didn't know about it, actually, he says. In his perfect bracket, Nigel has number one Gonzaga beat number two Kentucky for the national title, and, uh, Duke and Virginia on his final four. Um... Could you imagine, though, if Auburn beat North Carolina? That dude's probably done. Because th- I'm pretty sure everybody has picked North Carolina to beat Auburn. Now we're moving on. Why Taylor Swift has found the one in Joey Alwyn. Their relationship is easy and strong. Taylor Swift has found the one in Joey Alwyn. A few would be surprised if she got engaged. Taylor really got lucky to meet Joe, and she's the first one to say it. A source close to Swift said in the new issue of People, Joe is really one of a kind. The Loki. Oh, I like that word. His relationship went public in the spring of 2017 after several months of dating are growing stronger than ever. Uh, Taylor Swift skips the Grammy Awards and attended the BAFTA's after party with boyfriend. Um, they're doing really good. They, uh, they remained out of the public eye. Uh, he's inspired many of the love songs she's wrote from Reputation. Um, and she, he's been such a good person to her, she says. Um, and she loves him. So I guess that's a good thing. Staying together. Maybe one day we'll find out they got married. Um. Uh, that would be really fun. If they did end up getting married, I I would... Nah, that's a killer right there. 
Luke Bryan gives American Idol contestant the boots off his feet after an emotional performance. Luke Bryan gave American Idol contestant Colby Swift the surprise of his life on Sunday night's episode when he was gifted the young singer the boots off his feet, noticing there were soles on the Swift cowboy boots that were filled the hole. Um, and he sent him to, uh, he's on, he went through the rounds, he made it through, and I thought that was amazing. That was all the news we actually have for today. Wait, no, it's not. We have, uh, something about Ariana Grande. She, uh, got teary-eyed while performing, um, and she apologizes for it, um, taking Twitter to apologize, um, she's crying on stage while singing about Mac Miller, um, she cried, she's on the road for a world tour, um, It's saying she marked the six-year-old anniversary of the Reese Wheeler song with Matt Miller. It was to be expected that Ariana might feel a little tearful. Um, Mac, Ariana's ex-boyfriend, died of an accident which was overdose last year. Before stating her current world tour, Ariana revealed that songs about him, such as Ghosting and Imagine, would be left off the set list. For now, she finds them too heavy to sing on stage. Um, but, sad. Anyways, it's been six years. Um, she said, took to Twitter and she said, Thanks for my humanness. It's super emo and difficult singing some of these songs, but you make me smile. I look like Penny Pingleton here. I love you and thanks. I feel your warmth up there and it helps and is greatly appreciated. Um... She obviously missed them, but earlier that day, Ariana marked the anniversary of the way on Instagram with a post that simply said, Six years alongside a heart. Um, she also paid tribute to Mac by posting pictures of Myra and the doll they got together in 2017. Um, however, she turned the comments under them. Um, we really don't know why. And, uh, I truly feel bad for Ariana. I mean, he was her ex, but I mean, she, you could tell she still truly loved him. She truly still loved Mac. You know what I'm saying? She loved Mac. And you can tell that, you know, that she actually still loved Mac. And that she cared for him. And that maybe one day she would actually date him again. That's what lots of fans are expecting after her and Pete broke up. That one day she might date him again. And I actually assume that too. But uh, wouldn't that be amazing if Ariana came out? And uh, I mean, oh, Ariana wrote two songs about him. About Mac. Um, I just feel so bad. You know what I mean? Because Ariana truly loved him. With all her heart. And it's just sad he had to go. And I feel so bad. And uh, I wouldn't be able to take that pain in my heart. After someone I loved. 
had moved on, you know, and it's sad and all that, and uh, it really is, and the pest control people are at my podcast studio, and they got to work on some stuff around our studio, so I'll see you guys in the next regular cast, I'll see y'all next week, love you, love you truly, love you, I'll see you in the next regular cast.